0: Today, we're speaking with Sharon Watkins. Hey, Sharon, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I'm excited to talk to you about your business journey and what you're working on now. Sharon is the CEO of Radius Point, which is a 30-year-old telecom and utility expense management firm. It's been doing a lot of cool stuff. One of the things I'm sure we'll touch on is the work of creating Expense Logic, which is a software that helps individuals basically make the most of their utility and telecom expense management processes. And so we'll get to that in a second. But before we do share and tell us a little bit about yourself and your career.
1: OK, awesome. Well, I just celebrated my 30th anniversary here at Radius Point um, in January, so that's a great milestone in my life. Um, I have a great husband of 36 years, two daughters, uh, both of which work in the company with me and four grandchildren. Um, have a lot of family and friends in my personal life. And um, since we do work with a lot of different companies, um, my life here at work is, uh, it's never the same. So a lot of exciting things going on, um, always, uh, uh, each day is a new day. Yeah. Well,
0: let's talk a little bit more about Radius Point, the journey that you've had at the company and what you guys are working on now.
1: So we're excited about a couple of different things. Um, not sure it, how much people have heard about the corporate social responsibility that companies are having to go through. And so um, I'm so fortunate that I get to work with a great group of our software developers. And I work with uh, the clients to uh, they express their needs of a particular software report or capability. And that's one of the things that has come up with the corporate social responsibility. Now, in the US, we're a little bit behind uh, the EU, the UK, and even California. They've, they've progressed a little bit more than the rest of the states but with this corporate, corporate social responsibility, um, companies are having to report their carbon footprint, their usage, their consumption for their utilities. And so we've been doing this for a couple of years with um, our clients in the UK and EU, and uh, just this year in uh, California, and then other clients have come on board with that. and so. In our With our software, it's already reporting detailed information, but we've taken it a step further to give that capability to push a button to do this reporting for their environmental sustainability programs for companies across the U.S.
0: That's great. So tell me a little bit more about that. So essentially, the utilities basically work with you to get a report or how is this shared with customers? How does that work?
1: So we, we actually, with our expense logic software that we've created, we break down the bill instead of just having, oh, my total due is $1,500 and it's due on this date, we break down all of the line items that are underneath that invoice that make up the consumption, the off-peak hours, the on-peak hours, the winter months, the summer months, um, the uh, distribution charges. So all of those charges that make up those invoices Uh, So with that, we had to take it a step further with this reporting because they have to have demand demand meter readings and Uh, consumption and uh, the distribution charges. So a few of other other charges that are normally not captured on an invoice so that literally they can at the end of the year, well, technically the beginning of the the next year, push a button, create a report, submit that report to their, um, which in the UK and the EU, they're having to to send it to the government um, for their reporting. And in California, they're doing the same thing now. Um, A lot of these companies are just using this on their corporate pages for to show their carbon footprint and corporate social responsibility to show that they're, you know, sustainable, they're responsible, that sort of thing. But it is going to be taking it a bit further because in the UK, in the EU, they're using it to buy back credits. Mm-hmm. And to sell credits of the cert, the uh, usage that they did not use, the consumption no. that they did not use. So, it's a little bit step further. It's coming in the U.S., so companies just need to get get ready for it.
0: Yeah, no, it's been a trend for the last couple of years for sure. I would say that the big thing that we've noticed is that kind of SDG, you know, these initiatives have actually, I guess, perhaps gotten real now. In yeah, the U.S., exactly. so it's not just lip service anymore. This is okay. actually something that is uh, making material difference in business. So that's really, really exciting. And I just got to, you know, you're working in a, a space that telecom and utilities that is probably first and foremost on a lot of people's minds right now. You know, we're living in a world right now where there are shortages everywhere, and I imagine costs are going up everywhere. Tell us a little bit about the landscape and what we're seeing right now.
1: Well, very good question because uh, we, we meet with our clients twice a year, um, well more than that, but we do a business review twice a year and everyone that had uh, that first quarter business reviews, all of the expenses have gone up, they're all out of budget, um, over budget. And, uh, you know, they're looking for ways to save money. And so um, if you think about it, the energy, so think about energy usage and trickle that down to gas consumption Mm -hmm. or gas usage and gas prices, there's not a commodity in a business expense Um, that does not touch, that does not use gas. So you think of trash pickup, you think of water bottle delivery of copier maintenance. So every commodity is gonna use gas. So you can't just say, oh, this is only affecting my electric or my gas consumption. No, it's affecting all of those other expenses because they have to have gas. Even your people, um, the, the people problem that everyone is having is, you know, because it's costing them more gas to go to work. And so then they're, you know, I need to be paid more money. So this energy crisis is technically, you think it's in a box, but no, it's widespread. It's, it's basically like a spider web. Every piece of it touches something else in a company's business and every commodity is has has been touched by it and yes. expenses are increasing you know you've got to do something to cut the cost
0: yeah it's really interesting you know we have offices around the world and europeans have been paying higher kind of telecom and utility bills for quite a while compared to us in the US and i would say that and when I see these prices rise to whatever it is, $5 plus a gallon of gas right now, you know, in Europe, they kind of are like, yeah, 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 we're used to that. Yeah, you know, we've been, <laughs> you know, we have, we've been having to deal with that forever. But it's such a big change because this is really at the center of how You know, American cities are built right I mean people have to drive they got to drive to work they've got to use a lot of cities are in warm climates they need air conditioning running they need you know all that stuff right so it's going to be. We have interesting times ahead, Sharon, for sure.
1: Exactly.
0: So tell me a little bit about the last couple of years, shifting gears here. We've been living through this moment, which has been quite profound in how society has really shifted. It's very much proving out to be quite a watershed moment Mm -hmm. in the world. Just be curious to hear how things shifted at Radius Point, perhaps how you guys were working or learnings that have come from it. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, well, one of the things that we found out early on um, was that we, are, we were considered a, a necessary business. Um, and our clients, as soon as all of the, you know, the COVID scare hit and people were closing their businesses, they contacted us and said, you've got to remain open. You've got to continue working, which we had, you know, we had contracts to fulfill. We um, you know, we, so we sent some folks home that were um, older, more vul- vulnerable, but there were certain jobs that we had to do, just like a grocery store. You know, you had yeah. to have people there. So we had to have people here. And um, we have clients across the, the U.S. We work in the healthcare industry, grocery stores. So we actually got a letter from all of our uh, multiple clients, sent us in letters saying, please, you know, you're an essential business. You have to stay open because you have to pay our bills. And so, um, I have to say, our team of people, our core team of people, were amazing. Um, in that they, you know, we shifted the office. We, you know, everyone spread out. Um, just the group of people that came in were, you know, that continued to come in day after day had the best attitudes. Of, of I, I just couldn't believe it. And 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 mirror that against some of the vendors that we work with that we literally would call them and they would say, no one's there, no one can help you. So we're trying to pay an electric bill so that they don't disconnect the services and they're saying no one's in the office. So I, you know, counted my blessings every day that we had such an amazing team that literally they, you know, our clients would be in a tizzy that, that you know, we need to get this bill paid. We've got, cause we pay the bills as well. We not just process, yeah. them, we actually pay the bills as well. And so um, they, you know, we couldn't just say enough great things about our team. We actually had a client, a global client that that utilizes us that did an analysis right after COVID hit because they were, you know, we manage about $14 million a month for them. And so they did an analysis of 500 of their vendors and only two got premier status and we were one of them. And they said, just because of our capabilities and us are continuing to work. So um, a lot of challenges, yes. Amazing challenges, but we overcame them and we have an amazing team that we work with here.
0: Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it. And it's really interesting to see at those times of, let's say challenges or an inflection point, how the team uh, rises to those challenges is it really shows that you guys have a strong culture and that's really wonderful to hear. In fact, I would say one of the things that we found is that culture became so much more important, but it evolved, right? So, cause uh, you know, you, we all moved from having that kind of in-house water cooler culture to a bit of a Zoom culture. And how do you manage all of that type of stuff? It's always been very, very interesting. So, Sharon, I mean, we're living through interesting times again here in 2022. As we touched on earlier, energy is first and foremost in every person's mind these days. What do you see for the back half of 2022?
1: Well, I mean, as far as as work-related, I think that more people will be coming back into the office, you know, Um, work-wise. We here at Radius Point feel a bit of stress um, pressure, uh, just from our clients. Um, I just wanting to save money. How can we cut Mm. costs? Um, and we, we've done, you know, mid contract negotiations, cutting costs for our clients, you know, in some, some areas that you wouldn't even think that, you know, you just asked the vendor and they were able to reduce costs. So, um, from our point of view, it's, I, I feel like it's going to be, um, a rush to the end of the year just with getting new clients set up, adding um, just new um, projects just from the clients asking us, where else can we save money? We need to, to dig because I think cash is going to be king the rest of the year um, and companies are going to want to save money every way that they possibly can. So that's what we're in the business for, to, to you yeah, know, save our clients I, well, time I, and money.
0: I mean, I would think that, in fact, actually, this may be the point for Radius Point or the moment for Radius Point, because I mean, this is where you guys are the experts and trying to figure out how to do this more efficiently, manage this stuff in a way that can continue to do what every business needs, which is they all need power, they all need telecom to sort to continue to push deals forward and keep the economy going. Sharon, thank you so much for being on OnCAGE today. We've been speaking with Sharon Watkins. She's the CEO of Radius Point, which is a 30-year-old telecom and utility expense management firm. We've been talking to her about some of the initiatives that they've been pushing forward on the sustainable business side of things, as well as really the landscape for telecom and utility today and what Radius Point is doing to assist its customers in finding efficient and scalable solutions. It's been great talking to you, Sharon. If someone wanted to reach you, where's the best place to find you?
1: Well, I'm in Orlando, Florida. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but, come on down <laughs> come
1: on down everybody else is coming you as well um, but s watkins at radiuspoint.com is my email and uh, you can always reach me there and um and uh, or give us a call 407-657-4169 will we'll get to us as well
0: excellent well sharon thanks again for being on the show and we look forward to having you back okay thank you very much cheers